You are tuned in to the Supernatural Encounters broadcast from Olukayade Adedayo Ajibade, Pastor Champions Church, Lakoja. Connect with us on Facebook at Olukayade Adedayo Ajibade. I'm also on Instagram as Olukayade Adedayo Ajibade. Or visit us online, https colon slash slash www.supernatural-encounters.org. Stay tuned and God bless you richly. Hallelujah, amen. We give thanks and praise to God. We've been considering faith for daily victorious living. It is the will of God that we live by faith and not by sight. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. God wants us to have faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We can do exploits with our faith. God is always interested in a horse, developing faith in him, believing in him. It, it helps him a great deal to act on our behalf and do uncommon things for us. We come into Christ Jesus as believers by faith because the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 8, Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8, that for by grace are ye saved through faith and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Now is this true faith thing that gives us an assurance that we are now in Christ Jesus because it's not a physical thing, it's actually a spiritual thing. Now the Bible says in Romans chapter 10 verse 19, Romans chapter 10 verse 19 that if you will believe in your heart that Christ raised him from the dead, then you shall be saved. There is something about believing in your heart and then confessing with your mouth. Romans chapter 10 verse 9, that is actually how salvation comes. Salvation comes by first believing in your heart and then uh, confession with the mouth. Having established that, we have an, a very interesting story in Mark chapter 4 from verse 36 to 41. Mark chapter 4 36 to 41. And when he had sent a multitude away, they took him as he was in the ship. And there were also with him other little sheep. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship, so that it was now full. And it was in the inner part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and say unto him, Master, carest that not that we perish. And he arose and rebuked the wind, and said unto the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, What manner of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? Amen. Now from the scripture, we have been considering faith for daily victorious living. It is the will of God for us to be victorious. But 1 John 5 4 says, the victory that comes our way is by faith. Now, if this faith is lacking, then you cannot be victorious. The enemy takes undue advantage of us when we lack faith. From the passage that we just read, we could read about how Jesus rebuked the disciples for no faith. In verse 40, Mark chapter 4 and verse 40, he said, why is it? That you have no faith. And I begin to wonder. Oh, I thought they've been with the master. Oh, I thought they've been hearing the word of God. I thought, and I, I mean, my thoughts are just endless. So then the question is this. How come Jesus said they had no faith? What drained their faith? Some believers 
believers operate at this level of no faith. And that's what we want to deal with by bringing us out of a no-faith realm and bringing us to a faithful realm wherein we can operate with faith. A no-faith realm is a fearful realm. You see, we need to understand that faith is a spirit. Fear is also a spirit. You are either filled with one or the other. For example, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 13. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 13. And we have the same spirit of faith according as it is written. I believed and therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore speak. The spirit of faith was mentioned here in 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 7. 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 7. The Bible says God has not given us a spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind. No doubt about the fact that when the disciples saw the wind boisterous, they became afraid. And the fact of the matter is that when you get to the place where you ought to be afraid, you should be afraid. None of us is totally immune against fear. There's a natural fear, but then there's a demonic fear. In this case, I would call it the natural fear. That wow, now water was entering into their ship. And they knew that that was dead because if they sank, everybody would die. But the good news is the master himself was in their ship. Let me ask you a question as you listen to me right now. Do you have the master in your ship? If you have the master in your ship, it doesn't matter what else goes wrong. You can be rest assured that he will calm the sea. He had done it before and he can do it again. But then that is not even really the challenge. The challenge we're considering right now is... How come the disciples had no faith? We can gauge your level of faith. We can measure where you are operating from. Are you at a no faith realm? And if you are operating at that level, it's simply because fear has taken over your spirit. If that is the case, heaven will sit to it today that fear is expunged and faith takes over. Why? Because the Bible says in Romans chapter 8 and verse 15, for we have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but the spirit of adoption whereby we cry Abba Father. God has not given us the spirit of fear, the spirit of bondage, because you see fear brings us into bondage. But the spirit of adoption whereby we can cry Abba Father. This is also very very important because in 1 John chapter 4 and verse 18. Now talking about fear and faith. 1 John chapter 4 verse 18. The Bible says there is no fear in love. But perfect love casts out fear. Why? Because fear has torments. Fear has torments. Now, now having considered this issue of faith and fear. Let's ask ourselves some soul-staring questions. Are you always afraid? Do you have phobia? Why? It's because the word of God is not in you to build up faith in you. I like the story of how David defeated Goliath. 40 days before the man got on the scene, Saul was the one leading the entire Israel and they were afraid of Goliath. Goliath had threatened them. Goliath had intimidated them. Goliath had made life unbearable for them. And each time he spoke, all Israel and their king, King Saul, would tremble by the words of Goliath. One man. But glory be to God. When David came on the scene, a man full of faith, he sized Goliath up. He said, who is this big for nothing thing? That is defying the army of Israel. 
He saw from a different perspective. He saw God bigger than his Goliath. You know, the truth of the matter is that in life, everybody has a Goliath. Every family has a Goliath. Every destiny has a Goliath. But the, good, the truth of the matter also is that every Goliath can be defeated. If David defeated his own Goliath in his days, you also can defeat your own Goliath. What gave victory to David over the Goliath? Very simple truth. It was just that he knew his God. He had faith. His faith, his faith was not at a no faith realm. If you gauge his faith, his faith was big. His faith was robust. His faith was large. So when he looked at Goliath, he said, I will, I will, I will kill you today. Can you imagine a teenager talking to a man? In fact, when you know the story, when, when he wanted to go and fight Goliath, King Saul said unto him, Young man, you're not able to face this guy. He's been a master of war right from his youth. But you, you are still uh, a teenager. You are just coming up. And little did Saul know that as young as David was, he had a background experience in the wilderness. What was his experience? He had killed a lion. He had killed a bear. And now Goliath was the next in line. I came to let you know also, as you build up your faith, from fear, out of fear, God will help you to defeat your own Goliath as well in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.